0: All right, Brian. So I had this idea, and I know I say this a lot when I start with an idea, but I had this idea about this episode, and I floated it by you, and you really liked it, and I think we should riff on it. What do you think?
1: I will never say no to that. And if I did, it wouldn't be an episode.
0: (laughs) Right. So let's talk about this idea that people are just people today on Curiosity Continuum.
1: Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to Curiosity Continuum. We're a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends whose mission is to guide you through a changing world by helping you level up your contextual awareness and your collaboration and problem-solving skills. Our conversations explore, examine, and reframe practical topics that help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way.
0: If you find these conversations helpful, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app and rate us. Also, leave us a review so others can join the community. And you can, as always, find us on curiosityinternet.com and on our social media. Thank you for tuning in and let's start the conversation.
1: So people are just people. Says you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Says me. People are just people. So What I wanted to get out of this is I wanted to just kind of riff on this idea a little bit, kind of impetus of what I was thinking about. And I want to just run this by you. So I was thinking about this the other day for, I have no idea why, but a lot of times my day job doesn't keep me mentally occupied. So I think about a lot of things. So I was thinking about like my parents and our parents, like anybody's parents. And one of the hardest lessons when you're a kid, I think is to learn As you get older, is that your parents are just normal people (laughs) and they're doing the best they can. And they honestly don't know what they're doing either, but they're just (laughs) they're just moving (laughs) along, you know. And when I came to that realization and I mean, I don't think I came to that realization when I was young. I think it honestly happened when I was older, because now I'm looking back on my childhood with the hindsight of being an adult, which I think is important because. I did recently tell my mom that I thanked her for the childhood I had because it was great and it was good. And my parents did the best they could. They're not perfect by any means. And I did not have like the perfect childhood. I don't think anybody does really. And we had problems and we had things that worked out, but we had a good life, you know, and I owed that to them.
1: I think it's very gracious that you would tell them that the cycle seems to be with growing up is that your parents are, are your superheroes, or at least they should be in kind of the right mechanism of family. Right. Um, and then like you're everything. And then you hit puberty and you're like, <laughs> and you're nothing. nothing. <laughs> and then you're you in, you're to in go, that stage now, aren't you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I've held on to shreds of it. It's, I think more of it is understanding some of the, um, relational dynamics that are happening now. But right. I remember that. I remember like, I looked to you it, you know, Josh grew my s- same grade companion. Right. Like, let's figure out life together. And like we have these conversations and I guess now it was good for friendships and bonding, but I don't know how much we actually solved in our life. In that I
0: don't think we way. solved anything. I think it was, but it was important. Um, and I, I do feel that this is, this is the push of people to be independent. Yes. Like when you're, when you're like 13, 14, 15, You have that kind of like drive, like you, you know it all, you can do it because you can go out on your own and you can handle it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and your parents will get you and go, yeah, sure, whatever. But they allow you to kind of explore that on your own in a safe environment.
1: Yes. Because they know because they're older than you Mm -hmm. and they've seen more life, they have experienced what the real world actually does. They've experienced probably the unpredictability of life events, job loss events, whatever it might be. The Car breaking children. down, birth yeah.
0: of a child,
1: normal stuff.
0: Yeah, just, you know, job leaving.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's why when those things come about, we're like, oh, well, why did this happen? And why couldn't I go do this? It's like your perspective changes as you kind of get older. And now you've been faced with the realities of life and you go, Oh, like mom and dad did that or mom, you know, mom did that or dad did that, whatever it may be. What happens then is like you start to understand like, wow, these are people and this is what they're good at. This is what they're bad at. This is what I'd like to be like them. This is how I would choose not to be like them. One of the most eye-opening things I think for me in recent days was I've had a man who's been a mentor in my life and I consider myself almost like a surrogate son to him in that regard. He's had so much influence in my career thinking about these things I, I like to riff on, even doing stuff like this with Josh. And when I went to go see him and his wife a few years ago, I actually was able to stay in their home. And it was what an honor to stay in their home. It was, it was great. And it was the same home that I went when I interned with him almost two decades ago. And I went back into that home. And obviously the home is older and stuff and they're older, but I saw like, oh, here's a faucet that's a little bit leaky. Oh, here's something where like, you know, there's some paint that's chipped off the, the, the baseboard. It's just basic stuff. But you go, oh, wait a minute. Like they deal with this kind of stuff too. Right. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's like one of those eye opening things. Even the people that you would say are your heroes, you want to be like them. I guarantee you, you don't really want to be like them in every sense of the word. There are things you probably want to take away from them to be able to do. And there's other things that you could take or leave but that's part of understanding, probably coming into who y- understanding who you are and understanding where your limitations are.
0: Right, and I think that that's the important part. It's understanding not only your limitations, but it's also understanding other people's limitations. Every person is not good at everything, and every person has strengths and weaknesses. And sometimes, you know, like, I mean, I, I even tell my parents this sometimes I said, you know, you guys were really crappy at this one part of my life, but you were really good at some other stuff. So I just kind of like, you know, don't worry about that other stuff. <laughs> but that's realizing that they're just human beings and they're just doing the best they can. I don't think that anyone is actually prepared for any of this stuff that we get thrown at in life. You do have to kind of figure it out because if yes. you don't figure it out, it just doesn't You don't like I always say this about myself, too. I say if somebody would have told me what being an adult was like when I was a teenager, first of all, I would have said, I don't believe you. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be able to do everything I want to do all the time. I'm going to have unlimited money to do it and I'm going to be fine. (laughs) Now, the reality (laughs) is I had unlimited money back in the day because that was the I had 100 percent disposable income. Anything I earned, I could just blow on whatever I wanted, and I always knew that my basic needs are going to be met. But as an adult, I have to pay for my home, my car, my life, and then anything that's left over, whatever little amount is left, I can decide, <laughs> oh, I maybe go to a movie or rent this video or...
1: Or buy this pack of gum. Yeah, exactly.
0: Or maybe like, oh, I'm at 7-Eleven. Can I get a fountain drink today? You know, (laughs) look at my bank account, be like, no, I can't. I have to keep going. (laughs) But I mean, that kind of realization, and I think it's the realization that no, like all of a sudden you're like realizing I am this adult that my parents were and you don't really want to be it, but it's like, that's the way it is. Yeah.
1: The, the cycle of life on this earth doesn't change technologies change and maybe what you might pursue as a job or an option to be able to kind of support yourself in your adult life that may change but those struggles are still the same you're right. you're running the situation that you can't solve for your child as a parent you want to but you also know that if you let them struggle a little bit and you let them figure it out themselves they're going to be much better off in the long run can we take a moment and just uh I think josh there there's a lot of folks who listen who they said hey, i loved my child and i think it was wonderful and of course everybody's got their issues and then there are people who had absolutely awful childhoods right. things happened to you that should have never happened to a child right things where it made you grow up so much faster than what you should have ever you know in life the vacancy of some of those parental figures or guardian figures whatever role it may be, that leaves a big gap for people. Because even in the the humanness by the parents right now in the world to do that, still, there's still a presence there. And there's, I think, a couple different ways to look at it. One is like, is the parent who should be a parent absent? Or is the, the parents that are there, are they engaged in life? Have they given up? See, part of the reason why Josh and I embarked on this journey way we have is we've always had a lifelong love of learning and we're curious and we want to continue to learn and we want to instill that in other people. We want to stir that up because we know that there can be stale waters that kind of appear, right? Sometimes by the time that you are old enough to understand, your parents might be in a place where they're going like, I thought I was going to love to do this for the rest of my life and now I feel stuck. Or it's something where, like, you know, there's a, there's a divorce or there's something like that, death of a parent or a, a guardian. Those are things that you have to deal with at that moment where life doesn't go as planned. Right. And that's when you really start to see and have empathy if you really turn on the, the empathy knob for human beings, human beings dealing with their own life circumstances. And once you kind of understand the context of the history of where they get to that spot, now you really can start to understand the people around you.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that does happen. And I did, you know, and this brings up a story I remember about I had a friend. When I my dad was going to seminary, I had a friend. His name was Jason. And Jason was a missionary. His family was a missionary to Japan. He spoke fluent Japanese. He collected video games and he get all sorts of cool stuff.
1: Was this the guy that had the all-metal Transformers?
0: Yeah, yeah. He had a bunch of Transformers. And he got them from Japan. I mean, they were wanna, like, like, I want
1: to meet this guy, Josh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I actually <laughs> just found him again. I'll talk to you about that later. But um, his mother, like, got cancer when we were young. You know, he was about eight years, six years, six to eight years older than me. And I was like five. And his mom, you know, he was like 11, 12, 13. His mom got cancer and his mom died. And I didn't understand because I was such a young kid what he's going through, you know, and that that kind of like realization that you know she was just a normal person and then you know she died and i remember going over to talk to him and he was like real subdued and everything and then his dad's like okay josh maybe you should go home for a while and i didn't understand it you know until my parents like actually described what happened and i'm like okay i get it now but i was like five or six years old and that's heavy stuff and especially when like you have a friend that's going through that and he's just a little bit older than you, that's still heavy stuff. And I understand that not everybody had like the perfect childhood or had that. But realizing that your parents were, or even just other people are just normal people. And I think that you know that that time is not like guaranteed. I also think that that's a good thing because then you know to kind of cherish the time that you do have. Yes. There's a lot of things going on in society and you know the world and everything the one thing I've learned like especially really recently is that I think it's super important to spend time with those people that are important to you because you never know when they're not going to be there.
1: I've started calling my mom a little bit more often and my mom knows I love her but to talk to her even more my stepdad recently had total knee replacement surgery on knee number two and he's, you know, off the walker now and doing well, which is good, especially um, when, when you get older and you're in your 70s, you want to make sure that right. things keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't get any easier to move as you get older, you know? Right. So, you know, when we remember that there's a strange dichotomy with people because they are hyper resilient, like human beings are very resilient. And yet Absolutely. there is such a fragility in certain things. Right. That you could crush somebody with a word. You could. Because you, we're emotional
0: beings too. Yes. And we take that emotion, we wear that on our sleeves a lot of times.
1: And if even if you don't want to, like, men are really, <laughs> especially in this culture. We're pretty are, simple. You
0: know, like, <laughs> I, we're pretty simple. Look, I'm but pretty also, simple, dude. But
1: yeah. Also also too, uh, my, my wife and I were talking about this the other day. Like for our grandparents' generation, now my wife's, grandpa and grandma died in their 90s. They were married 73 years. I mean, you want to talk about, wow, I mean, that's pretty, you don't hear about that much anymore. And they died a few years ago. And that particular generation, that was the greatest generation by the, by the names that, you know, a lot of sociologists give and things. Those men were never rewarded for like talking about their feelings. If, you know, like that grandpa would never have gone to like a counselor, would have never talked to somebody when there's real deep issues. And I know that there's real deep issues that happen there (laughs) in life, you know? I mean, like my own grandpa, it's like, that's not what men do. It's like, well, wait a minute. Like we have emotions just because it's not as socially acceptable until more recent days to be able to talk about these things. It's really good. And in the same way too, I think there's been such an underestimation of the strength of women until recently. And you see kind of this ever changing arc of things where you know both men and women can be their best selves and bring it to the table but you see those generational dynamics and kind of how it informs the next generation informs the next generation informs the next generation to get to where we are and i'm glad to see that i guess human beings are always working to be better if they choose to they have the power to choose which is like no matter who you are you always have the power to choose something whether i choose my attitude in this crappy situation or I choose something different something I think we all should keep in mind as we start looking at it and say do I choose to call my mom am I choosing to take a risk and do something you know what I'm saying like yeah. there's always little things like that
0: and I think like too like, like Brian realizing that you know like he wants to talk to his mom more and and I think that because we're in our 40s Brian I think I find myself thinking about death more and I don't know why but I think about, I don't think about the, it's not about the end to me. It's just about what did I do during the journey, you know? When I realize that, look, I'm thinking about it more, and then I look at my dad and he's like, you know, 67 years old or whatever. And I'm like, man, he must be thinking about a lot more than me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe I should i should make an e- more of an effort. And I think that's what it's about. I think that realizing that people are just people is about realizing that, we are only here for a short term and we're only around for a little while. And yes. so you got to make the most of it. And the pe- you got to make the most of the people that are around you. Like when you want to spend time, make that time. I have been recently talking to some people about like my, my to job, you know, my day job, my nine to five, I would call it. But like, I even tell them, I don't even really want to be here sometimes because I just want to spend time with the people that I love. And they're all like, you know what? You've got it right. And I talk to a lot of older people and they say, you know, you've got it right. Because I spent so many of my years when I was like your age working that I missed out on all this stuff that now I can't get back. These experiences that are just gone.
1: And if you have any ambition to listen to somebody older than you, whether you think that they've lived a different kind of life than you, remember, they are a more experienced people than you are. Exactly. <laughs> they, and so, regardless of whether you think that um, you, they have something to contribute. I guarantee you they do if you just listen. Right. Because people are just people. If there are people who have been people longer than me, I'd they, like know to learn from them. they know more. They know more. Well, they have
0: like what I would call life <laughs> l- life lessons learned. Yes. And I look back even to like when I was a teenager and I'm like, "Look what I could tell somebody younger, but they won't listen to me." But now I'm looking at that back like when somebody older than me is talking to me. I'm like, look, I better listen because I saw this to be true from before. So mm-hmm. I'm learning that lesson from the past, which I also think is important. Yes. Because <laughs> I think when it, you're a teenager, you're not going to listen to an older person.
1: No. I mean, you, you'll out, listen to
0: them. You'll listen to them. But you're not going to really, really listen to them, you know?
1: But you want to test your metal in a different way at that point in your life. You know? Right. So... I think the challenge here, Josh, before we put a comment in the conversation, is actually to go back and think about something that somebody older than you, could be a parent, it could be a grandparent, or somebody, a mentor, said to you that you were like, ain't no way. And then years (laughs) later, you go, they were so right.
0: They were so right, And, and I was so wrong. Yeah. Yes,
1: and reach out to that person and thank them for that, if they are still on this earth, because I guarantee you, it'd be a great way to relationally reconnect and affirm people In their journey to be people.
0: Yeah. It's a great place to just say, let's put a comma.
1: Until next time, this is Brian.
0: And this is Josh.
1: For Curiosity Continuum.